right. Good morning. We've just finished one session this morning and a one-to-one. -one. Now we have our technique session at nine o'clock, which is where we break down exercises into its simplest form. You may have seen our back to basics on here that Julie does sometimes, breaking down one exercise. It's similar to that, but different because it's on Zoom, so I can see you too, and I can go, get your bum a bit lower. And you, Karen, bum down. Julie, bum up, bum down. Squeeze a bit more. And it does help us go through technique and every, any problems that you have. For example, sometimes some people can't do X, Y, and Z because their knees, hips, and it can be quite motivational to find an adaptation for you. Anyway, ever wondered why weight loss sometimes slows down? And you know, we've all been on a diet before. We've probably lost weight first few weeks then things start to slow down. And there can be many reasons why this happens. So let's go back to the basics. Fundamentals, first and foremost. One, we lose weight because we're in a calorie deficit. So calorie deficit is the key thing here. To do that, you can, you can do count calorie counting, you can exercise more, you can do Weight Watchers, you can do Slimming World, you could fast, you could do the blood sugar diet, you could do any diet going. They're all just forms. You could do keto, you could do vegan, you could do carnivore. These all apply. If they work, they don't work for any real other reason. You know, there might be some other benefits like insulin sensitivity to do with your carbs and sugar levels, but mainly they, they work on that principle in the middle. So just imagine it, calorie deficit and all these tactics behind. So let's say you're now lighter in two weeks time. If you're lighter in two weeks time, the calories you burn from walking around are now lower, okay? Because you're a smaller individual, you're maybe fitter. So I'm rubbish at swimming. Like I can swim, but when I go swimming, I'm like breaststroking and someone's next to me. I'm literally busting a gut here. I, I always remember it when, <laughs> when, you know, when we used to have holidays. On holiday, swimming, someone just leisurely just passes me by and they look like they're having such an easy time. Whereas I'm like busting a gut. Now I'm quite inefficient at swimming is what I'm saying. So I'm probably burning quite a lot of calories. If I swam more, I'd probably get more efficient and I'd burn less calories. A bit like when you do a couch to 5k, you get better at doing it. Every time you do it now, maybe you actually burn less calories because you're fitter. Your heart doesn't, your heart doesn't need to beat as many times to get the blood and the oxygen and the nutrients and the energy to your muscles because it's fitter. It doesn't go as high anymore. All these things happen, these adaptations. So you burn less calories. So you could be on the same diet that lost you two kilos a week, four pounds, whatever, two pounds, one pound. Then a month later, you're like, oh, it's not working anymore. I don't know what to do now. And we sometimes conclude that it, it's not working. It doesn't work. Morning, Jill. So we, we go, oh, there's no point doing it anymore then. Or we say it's too hard. Or we say, you know, I don't know what's going on. Or I don't know what to do anymore. Now, there's a few things you can look at this. Option one, the one variable is time. So time is a variable which we often overlook. For example, when we start off on a fitness journey or a weight loss journey, whatever, most people say, I want something that's sustainable. Okay, I don't wanna to have to give up my foods. You know, some, some a conversation I had the other day, one of the ladies said, you know, I was shocked with my blood sugar levels, so I've come to you because I want a meal plan where I can actually eat the foods that I still want to have. I don't have to like keep stopping and starting because I thought I was doing everything right. So, but when we actually look at the facts, it's a little bit different. Now, that can take time because it's trial and error. It might be that you just need to go for another week. So what you used to use a, lose a pound a week on, you now lose 
two five pounds a week on but that might not be picked up on the scales because of fluctuations with water so you might still be getting results but it now takes you four weeks to see the results that you used to get in one so things are starting to slow down but if you're in a state in a place in your life where you're busy you don't really you know you don't know what's going on next week with schools or whatever your life entails it might not be the right time, morning Heather, it might not be the right time for you to push on hard. So you might go, you know what, I'm not finding this too hard, so I'll just carry on and see what happens over a week or so ago. Maybe I'll just focus on getting stronger this week. So you use the variable of time, then over time, you can then see, right, have I hit a plateau or has things just slowed down? And there's a difference here. And it might be to get you through those two weeks, and I get it's hard, because sometimes when we're so fixated on the scales, we get fixated on the scales and nothing else. But maybe that we set a fitness target in that time, a strength target, an exercise target that puts our mind on that level of progress rather than that level of progress. And in the meantime, we're occupied, we're striving towards something. So if, even if nothing's changed, it doesn't matter because we've actually got stronger. And if you're getting stronger, whether you know it or not, something's changing. Whether that's insulin sensitivity, whether that's your muscle, you've got more storage for sugar now, which is a good thing. So time is one thing. Slow down. Have a Kit Kat or not, or maybe one, maybe two. Fit in with your calories. Have a break. Number two. So we've done time. Number two is that you do go a bit more aggressive. You could drop things down a bit. However, sometimes I would consider point one. It depends on, the, on where you're at in your life at the moment. So it could be that you know, you're in a space where you're like, I need to see results. I've got a blood, blood test coming up. You know, I've had a chat with somebody the other day. They're like, right, I need to do something now. Something needs to change. Okay, let's go in a bit harder now. If you're in that right place. Number three is that you go the other way so you can increase your energy expenditure. Okay, and there was one study which is really, really interesting. So they hypothesized, and this was only in individuals, so it's not like thoroughly tested, what they did is they looked at, okay, so if you lose two, two kilos, you're obviously lighter, you burn less calories now. What about if they put two kilos in a backpack or like a body weight vest and then you just walked around with the weight that you used to carry as body fat? Hey Pam, what would happen then? And it was quite interesting because that seemed to offset that plateau that happens. And it's just quite interesting when you think about that in that we often overlook that we're lighter and that we're not the same thing that got us to here may not then work to get us to here and we have to adapt but however the good news about that is that today if you're looking to start and make a change you don't have to go straight to over there you can just start to make small changes i remember judith's video if you haven't watched that she did an interview a few weeks back and in her review as well she talked about a bit in her review about how she's never really found it that hard because she's been ready to make the next change. And that's the difference here, is when you're ready to make the change, it's gonna be so much more easy to do. And I know, it, I know it sounds really obvious, but that just means right now today, ask the question, what am I willing to do? Because sometimes we're already looking to the future so much that it stops us starting today. So for example, when I start a diet after three weeks, it, I fall off the bandwagon. That could stop me starting today. Whereas actually we need to worry about that in three weeks time because we might be in a different space, especially if something works, doing what we can manage to do now, which is aligned to our expectations of our lifestyle, depending on work, depending on what you're willing to do. So we've got a few variables, time, you go in more of a calorie deficit, you increase your energy expenditure. All these 
are three little variables straight away. Four, you can look for the small changes to help you do all of these. And this is more of the practical one. So I had a chat with someone the other day and we looked at their, they were having like a smoothie and then we, we hadn't really gone into this. And like I said, with the small changes, we hadn't gone into this once simply because we didn't need to. So I didn't even ask what was in their smoothie at this time because they were getting results and they were happy. I'm not gonna change something unless you really need to. So then we looked at it and her smoothie was actually about 400 odd calories because she was putting seeds in it because she thought they were protein, etc. And it was actually adding up to like over 400 calories in one shake. So what we did, instead, and she was putting like three pieces of fruit in it, like some veggies in there. So what we did instead is we kept it to one fruit. This is just an example of a small swap. Small swap. One fruit, no seeds anymore, because she didn't taste them when they're in there anyway. If anything, it just gets a bit bitty. It's not actually that nice. So, um, but she could save them for later if she wanted to. And here's my point. So compare this, seeds, three pieces of fruit, uh, almond milk, protein powder, blended up, drinking, all gone, all of a sudden. Number two, compare that to almond milk, protein powder, one piece of fruit, then later on, you got like yogurt, seeds, and another piece of fruit. You've now changed one shake, which looks the same, to then kind of two meals. Then that 4 p.m. time where maybe she would grab a bit, you know, come in from work, grab a bit, bit more than normal, another snack. She's now basically made that 400 calories last two, but to her eyes, to her filling, to how protein-based it is, it's actually the same. So as a result of that, she's lowered her calories because that snack mid-afternoon now isn't needed. That the nutrient-wise, she's still getting the same nutrients as, she's just not as hungry at that time, or, and or, she gives herself the option and the permission to have that. So she's made a small swap, which might, just keep things trickling over again. Because she's ready to make that change now and she's made some changes already. Morning, Diana. So I hope that helps. And next time, if you, if you hit that plateau, just think, okay, what am I willing to do here? Uh, is, am I, do I have to lose? We're obsessed with losing, but actually, when you think about it, when people come in and they say, when you start something, you're often thinking in the back of your head, yeah, of course I want this to be sustainable. So keeping, say you lose two pounds and keeping it off for a few weeks, there's no, nothing wrong with doing that. If anything, that's actually, that's actually vital to our relationship with the scales, to our ability which actually, to actually keep it off long term. Getting okay with just maintaining. So, I hope that helps. Any questions on that, do let me know. It's technique session time now. So I'll leave you there. Have a lovely bank holiday weekend and speak 